are still under a flood watch and a tropical storm warning in Central Florida, but the park's got to be open, and, and this is uh, par for the course under Ron DeSantis' Florida, where it's money over morals. And there's not much we can do at this point. He won fair and square, won by a resounding number, and the long, long, long mission of transforming Florida from a, you know, swing state into a dark red state has finally come to fruition for (laughs) the Florida Republican Party and the GOP in general. The mission is complete. The transformation is done. The voter suppression, the gerrymandering, uh, the convincing of the Democratic Party that Florida's, you know, beyond saving, all the rules, all the obstacles, all the restrictions, all the times they defied the federal government when it was under a Democratic leader, it has led to this moment, and there is nothing we can do now. And this could have been prevented if others had stepped up. And and I'm not just talking the Florida Democratic Party, which has done a horrible, 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 horrible job in trying to promote their best and strongest candidates. And we were so close with Andrew Gillum, and he turned out to be bad news, too. So, man... But I'm not just talking about them. I'm talking about the largest employer of this state, which are the theme parks. And the theme parks, they're not dumb. The CEOs of these companies are not stupid. They have seen what has happened in the past, you know, several years and have decided to do next to nothing about it. The professional sports organizations have seen what's going on and they've decided to not say much of anything about it. Money talks louder than anything else, especially in a state that is trying to be a Republican paradise full of tax breaks and tax loopholes and no state tax in general. Money speaks loudest and the money could have spoken, could have represented the underrepresented, could have represented the minorities, could have represented the victims of what's going on in this state, and they chose to do nothing, and it is supremely disappointing. It is beyond disappointing. The theme parks I discuss are supposedly very progressive, very open. We, You can be whoever you want to be. But we're also going to donate money to the party that doesn't want you to exist. It is beyond disappointing. It's atrocious behavior. It's embarrassing. Miami is sinking. Miami is falling apart, has been abused (laughs) by said political party and the voters have still decided to push further into the red oh yes abuse us some more yes i would like for you to do nothing about the (laughs) erosion about the climate change about the increase in flooding in our city yes continue to fail to do anything about it we will vote for you because you look like a bully and that's what we like in this city
um, I read something online. And I was supposed to stay away from Twitter until Saturday, but I am very weak. And someone pointed out something. They're like, at this point, why do we even have embargoes on Cuba and Venezuela? Because the primary reason why we have this dated concept of still punishing these little these little communist countries that are secretly under dictatorships, but that's another story. But part of the reason why they're being punished by the United States is because they want to appeal to the fan base in South Florida. Uh, they want to appeal to the refugees, those who escaped the initial waves of the Cuban Revolution and those who have escaped, like, you know, extreme socialist, extreme dictatorship regimes in Venezuela and other countries. We have punished those little Latin American countries as a way to tell as a way to tell these voters, these potential voters, hey, I'm on your side. What happened to your country is messed up and we should not accept it. But what's the point now? What is the point of still having these embargoes? If we're being brutally honest, the Biden administration has no reason to appeal to Florida anymore. And Bernie Sanders, once again, being ahead of the curve, there's a news article that's been like, you know, that's been gaining traction from several years ago, basically stating that Bernie has no desire to try to help to try to, you know, win Florida because he doesn't see he doesn't see that as a winning battle. And he called it years ago, and I guess he I guess he has a third eye. But what's the what's the point of any appeal at this what's the point now? Because there's nothing we can do. Like the entire Florida Democratic Party is in shambles. We didn't just lose by a little bit, which has happened historically in these, you know, governor elections and these Senate elections. We lost by a lot. We got walloped. And I'm not here to be doom and gloom about the entire midterms because the Democrats actually did super well. But in the state of Florida, there is nothing they can do. They have to start from scratch. Completely start from scratch. Much like Stacey Abrams' career right now. Just completely start from scratch and try to figure out a new strategy. And the person pointed out, like... First off, the right thing to do is to end these embargoes. So on a moral standpoint, I've been wanting for these embargoes to end for years now. But now on a political standpoint, there's no reason. There's no reason. These countries, despite the governments and the leadership, they still have a lot to offer in terms of services, in terms of, you know, materials and goods that that can be exchanged maybe it's time to finally end this dumb thing. It's finally time to stop trying to appeal to the Hialeah boys and just let it go. Just let the whole thing go. Let go of one of the last remaining elements from the Cold War. Let it go. End the embargo because, as I've said, on a political standpoint, Florida is pointless to the Democratic Party. And on the election, on the upcoming election in 2024, I can guarantee you Florida, unless unless the Dems can pull out a super different candidate that will reveal a different strategy on how to win this state, where Florida is going to the GOP nominee, it is almost a guarantee. Whether it be DeSantis, whether it be Trump, whether even if it could be Mike Pence, 
it's, you know, it's going to the red team. And it is what it is. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not going to be the one to be like, oh, this, these elections are a sham and blah, blah, blah. I don't accept these results. No, I do accept them. We got whooped. But it is because of years. It took years for for the GOP to get to this moment. This is not just a quick little turnaround. This has been in the works for decades. It has happened through Elian Gonzalez. It has happened through the Bush years. It happened with Rick Scott turning down federal money for high-speed rail. It's, you know, it happened with the 2016 bill that passed, uh, 2018 bill that passed, that allowed for former felons to be allowed to vote, and then switching that up and making them having to pay all their legal fees before they can vote. It's the suppression, it's all the gerrymandering, the moving around of districts, the elimination of districts that are you know, that are held mostly by minorities, whether it be the black Americans to the north close to Jacksonville or further south where it's going to be more predominantly Latino. It's it's over. Like, they have won. They, this, is, this is the result of decades of work. Decades of shoddy, shitty political work that doesn't actually fix any of our problems. All it does is that it fixes elections in the favor of the GOP. They've won. This, on a political standpoint, this is a victorious moment, and they have every reason to celebrate. But man, 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 this is just awful news for the plethora of minority groups that exist in Central Florida, that exist in South Florida, that exist throughout the state. This is horrible news for the more younger voting bloc that exists in Tampa Bay. It's terrible news for those who are trying to make Florida more progressive, become a more progressive haven, especially within the LGBTQ community in Central Florida. It is beyond disappointing. It is unfathomably saddening to see this go down. And now that we're under DeSantis, who knows what other, who knows what's going to happen on a state level once some of the federal laws that we take for granted start going down, including gay marriage, including interracial marriage, for crying out loud. Like, once those things on a federal level start going down, we're at the mercy of what the GOP wants down here. Because as I've said, in terms of voting... We it's it's an uphill battle for the next several elections. <clears throat> Their time has come, and they have planted the flag. It is official. <laughs> it has always been like lurking under the waters before, but the GOP have you know cemented their spot here. Similar to what's happened in Texas, they have cemented their their spot there, even with the wild uprising of, you know, progressive voters and progressive politicians happening within both of those states. And here I am in a parking garage waiting for the word that I can go back to work even though we're still under a tropical storm warning. Why? Because money is the thing that rules Florida beyond anything else. And yeah, money rules this country in general, but it especially rules Florida. 
it, it can be seen in our behavior during the, you know, coronavirus pandemic. It can be seen during the behavior involving Hurricane Ian and then Hurricane Nicole. It can be seen in all types of, you know, all types of situations. There's just not much we can do here. There really isn't. It's, as I've said, it's, it's saddening. <clears throat> Very saddening news. Overall, the overall landscape of the country, things look a little bit brighter because, you know, the red team didn't have their red wave. But in Florida, they definitely, they cemented their spot. And <laughs> normally on these little chats, I offer solutions. I make up solutions, but I don't, I don't have one right now. I do not have an answer for what's going on in Florida. I do not have that answer. It it's just a reset that needs to occur in the Democratic Party or this will be the moment for an uprising of a third party that can probably carry the mantle and take it, you know, further. You know, Bernie Sanders isn't going to walk through that door. <laughs> um, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez ain't going to walk through that door. Like, we got to find one of our own. We got to search deep and find our version of of that type of politician to really shuffle the deck and really present themselves as a proper solution. And not just someone who, you know, who's going to represent a party that has lost all, pretty much all support in this state on a gerrymandering standpoint anyway but yeah I'm off to work as you know when we should all be closed today because you know we're still recovering from Ian and we got hit by another strong storm and we should be we should have the day off everyone should at least be home and just you know just wait this thing out but no we're gonna stay open and great times everyone be safe for those who did vote i'm glad you voted for those who didn't you owe me an explanation <laughs> and i will talk to you later off to work bye